I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Live Mike, Check one, two. with Lee from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Welcome back. 106 is the time here in the KSL Newsroom. Happy to be with you here on this Monday episode of Live Mike. It's episode number 297. And if my uh, calendar math is correct, that means we're going to hit 300 uh, this year. I'll, I'll have the producers double-check my math. But I think I think we're going to get to uh, thumbs up. I, I was right-ish. Okay, 300 this week. We're getting there. That's pretty good. Uh, happy to hit that milestone. You and I will do it here together later this week. Um, over the weekend, what happened? You We we spring forward, fall back. It's springtime. We, spring, we moved the clocks forward. Uh, it was darker this morning. We're a little bit more groggy today. And, well, that's all well and good. And in six months again, we will uh, pretend to be experts on the history of daylight saving time. Until then, we'll put it aside. <laughs> right? Isn't that how it is? Uh, and, and here's the thing. People like me are absolutely guilty of this. I talk occasionally about those, like, talk radio gifts. They're stories that come up every year at about the same time, right? When uh, when it's Groundhog's Day, we reach over to the weather center and say, "Hey, uh, so what? Uh, what what's really in store? Or are we to believe the silly little gopher that climbs out of the hole? It's a groundhog? Okay, whatever. Oh, it's not called Gopher Day. Got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then this this one here, this daylight saving time, it's another one of these talk radio gifts because everyone's got an opinion about it. Everyone's got an opinion about it. On Friday, what we spent, I think we spent a half hour, maybe 45 minutes going back and forth. Not only what you and I think and about how, oh, it's, uh, I just, I like it to be brighter in the morning and, uh, you know, safety and all that. And everyone's got a thought and idea. Well, also, <laughs> now uh, lawmakers are getting involved. Sure, piece of legislation passed the Utah House just last year. And if it, if it is, if it's able to take effect, through the passage of some federal legislation, then we'll have a, a change things here. But we've been talking about maybe changing things or maybe not for years and years and years. And I predict, I predict that we're going to be springing forward and falling back with the exception of those goofballs in Arizona and Hawaii for a number of years to come. <laughs> That's my two cents. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> what I want to talk to you now about is uh, the workplace. Specifically, have you returned to the workplace? Or are you and I sitting together uh, in the guest bedroom or in the impromptu office that you put together in the basement? Yeah, uh, I, I won't bore you with my plight. 
and, and uh, I, I've got the air quotes going uh, when I say plight. I was very lucky, was able to maintain my job and my company here, KSL's desire to keep things safe, kind of pushed many of us out of the building. They set me up a, a kind of a, a temporary studio in the guest bedroom, uh, which was going to be Piper's Nursery. Had to put that off a few months as I continued to broadcast from that room. And then it got to a point where, you know, the numbers became a little more bearable. And we learned more about the precautions and the effectiveness of the precautions, mask wearing, social distancing, sanitizing the the workspace. That in about September, I was able to come back here and you and I were able to chat from the newsroom. That's all well and good. Uh, But that has not been the case for many American workers. Many Americans throughout this country who, you know, we're, we're typically engaged in like office work. Many, many vocations here in the United States, of course, as you well know, and across the globe require that you report for duty. All right. You can't really telework when your job is to serve food. All right. You can't really telework when your job is to manufacture automobiles. Unless you're one of the big bosses, right? <laughs> They've been phoning in for years. It <laughs> didn't take, didn't take COVID to push them to that level. Anyway, now we are at a point where, well, as you well know, the, the vaccine is right before us. You, you probably know someone, if you haven't gotten it already yourself, who's received the vaccine. Here in the state of Utah, uh, Governor Spencer Cox let it be known that by April 1st, the vaccine will be available to all Utahns. And then if you look farther out beyond that, we heard just last week from President Joe Biden that by May 1st, There will be a vaccine available to all American adults who want one. Okay, that's the groundwork. Now the question is, when we start this long march towards a return to normalcy, what does the workplace look like? Are folks going back? Do do, do you think you'll go back? If you're listening to me right now and you look to your left and there's maybe uh, the clothes hamper, you look to your right, there's some of your kids' toys they haven't played with in a while, that means you're working from home and you've been in that situation, I'm going to guess, for about a year now. You think you're going back? What's your employer said? And more importantly, do you want to go back? How is your effectiveness? How efficient have you been as an employee? There are a number of companies that have announced that they, they have a plan to allow their employees to remain remote forever if they'd like. Amazon. Amazon employs nearly 92,000 employees. And employees right now who are in positions that allow them to work remotely. So this isn't the warehouse folks. This isn't the folks driving the trucks, obviously. This is uh, the folks, you know, that are uh, counting beans and pushing papers. They could do that remotely. And they're going to do that for some time to come. American Express, same story. Coinbase, not too familiar with that company, but they're going to be allowing their folks to uh, work remotely for the foreseeable future. Dropbox, you know, it's like that cloud storage company. I like Dropbox. That's the one I use personally. Oh, don't hack me. Uh, Facebook, Facebook is going to let their folks stay out there. Um, about half of the Facebook workforce is going to be able to work remotely forever. Microsoft, similar story. Shopify, Skillshare, Slack, Spotify. Oh, we're not supposed to like Spotify. This is terrestrial radio, okay? We, we forget Spotify. No, no, no. You, you, if you want to hear music, you text in. I'll sing you the song. Don't worry about Spotify. <laughs> Starbucks, 
if you uh, you know if you're a manager uh, of sorts, if you're able to work remotely, uh, you can do so. Target, same story. Twitter, Upwork, VMware, ZipWhip. Haven't heard of some of those, but uh, the point is, there is a trend, at least uh, in companies of this size, who are built up in a way that allows for remote work. They're going to save themselves some of that real estate, some of that lease money, and let the employees pick up the tab by renting or paying the mortgage on their own home, which will now double as a workplace. What do you think about that? I'm kind of torn. I'm the type of person who likes coming in face-to-face. I like seeing my coworkers. Maybe I'm crazy. I like being able to look around. I can see uh, there's Jessica over there. There's Robin over there. I can see the traffic folks over there uh, right here from where I sit on the other side of glass, right? So we're safe. I can see these people who I love and cherish and who make doing my job easier, more rewarding, more fulfilling. And I think in turn, uh, I, I put out a better product. I'll, I'll admit to you, uh, there was a stretch there in July, right, where I was pretty, I was pretty blue. I, I was pretty blue. And it was, you know, thanks to, to my wife and uh, trying to, to get back into exercising more regularly, I was able to yank myself out of that slump. But I know that many folks uh, aren't that lucky. I've heard from many folks who they have been in this remote working situation for some time. And that's all nice, right? You don't have to iron your clothes anymore. And uh, if <laughs> if showering was uh, in the olden days a daily occurrence, uh, maybe a dip back. Maybe a step back to every other day, every third day, right? You don't need to uh, take too much care of your appearance. And the commute's much shorter. That's desirable to some. And yet some of those same folks are the ones that I'm hearing uh, are struggling the most mentally. They're the ones I'm hearing are having the hardest time staying motivated. What's your experience? Get on the phone and give me a call, 801-575-8255. Many questions to ask here. Have you enjoyed this working remotely? If given the option, would you remain in the remote, in the remote working situation? Alternatively, uh, have you come back to work? And what's that been like? And then, let me ask you this. In which situation have you found yourself to be most productive? Where have you uh, returned uh, more deliverables, as the, as the office speak defines it, deliverables to the boss? You get through those reports faster at home or in the bullpen at work? 801-575-8255 is the number, 801-KSL-TALK, 801-575-8255, or feel free to text 57500, that's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Where have you found the most productivity, working at home or in the workplace? And if given the choice, would you stay home or would you come back as we together march ever faster towards that light at the end of the tunnel? On the other side of this pandemic. Your call's next, 801-575-8255 ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back. Working from home versus heading back into the office as we march nearer and nearer to the end of this tunnel where the light is. At at, at some point, we'll be back in the office, right? Well, we, we don't really know. There have been some discoveries. Uh, I'm sorry, let me back up. First off, welcome back. Thanks for listening. Uh, Episode 297. Yeah, that's right. Uh, We're going to get to 300 this week. Pretty good. We're discussing right now this 
this phenomenon that occurred when you know COVID really showed up, there were a number of folks who, you know, they could they could do their job uh, remotely, right? If you're an office worker, uh, you know, you're not necessarily location specific when it comes to uh, clicking and clacking and sending emails. Uh, data entry, you can do a lot of that from home. Even customer service, right? You've got a phone, you got a computer. There you go. You got the tricks of the trade. Get the job done. And so when 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 COVID first showed up, and you, you know, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. When COVID first showed up, it was oh my gosh, everyone needs to stop breathing immediately. Well, we'll take another breath a year from now, and no one can ever be near one another again. You go home and work. Here's a laptop. See you later. Here's a little hot spot. If you're lucky, most of you had to you had to pay for your own internet. Is that right? Oh yeah. And and you use your own computer sometimes. I'm so sorry. That's no good. Uh, but that's been the way of it for the past year for many of you, right? Have you gotten used to it? Have you gotten comfortable? What's it been like for you? I want to hear from you. 801-575-8255. Are you in a profession or are you in a job where last year in your employer's effort to mitigate the spread of the virus, you were sent home to work remotely? Are you back yet? Would you like to go back? And have there been changes made to uh, the, the policies in your company? C- call in. Share your experience. You don't need to reveal uh, for whom you work or anything like that. You can even change your name if you want. You want to share some uh, some opinions that might not be shared by the boss. Go ahead. 801-575-8255 is the number. 801-KSL-TALK. We'll start uh, by... Uh, hold on a second. I lost my screen. Sherry calls from Bountiful. Sorry about that, Sherry. Welcome to the program. How are you? Oh, I'm well. How are you? I'm all right. Happy now that I'm chatting to you, uh, chatting with you. Are you, you working from home still? I am working from home, and I'm one of those that really disliked it initially. Mm. I, I had a hard time adjusting. Um, I'm in an administrative position, and I, it was totally feasible for me to work from home, so I started doing it, and I, I like you said, I needed the physical contact with people um but over the last year it's shifted and we've learned different technologies and we've we've gotten really productive and efficient at still getting things done um the the blessing for me even though i went through this it it was horrible i went i went into the blues i was it was not good for me um in the last or in the first four or five months but it has shifted, and the biggest blessing for me is that I was literally getting ready to leave my organization because I'm moving back to Florida oh. to be a grandma. And when I said I was resigning and going back to Florida, my employer said, you've been working remotely for a year now. Why can't you do it from Florida? Oh, wow. So, and so it's it's huge. It's a big deal. And... I've learned a whole lot of different techniques, and I've gotten over the, the stigma of having to go into work every morning. And um, so it's it's been a really, really unique experience for me. Let me ask you this, uh, Sherry, before, before I let you go, let me let me go ask ahead. you this. Uh, two real quick questions. Uh, your, your your mental health is in good shape? It is now. And, <laughs> and I went you're... through a few months where it wasn't. Okay. Uh, and your productivity has remained at least at levels uh, that you enjoyed before you before you were working remotely. 
it's actually getting better oh. because I have more control over my time and the interruptions and and it's I think it's gotten better, frankly. Well, now I'm, it's a good thing. I'm, I'm envious that you're heading off to Florida. I think uh, they have a little more reliably sunny weather down there. So enjoy that, and congratulations on becoming a grandma. Thank you, and good luck to everybody who's trying to get through this, because I know it's rough. Amen. Thanks a lot, Sarah. You take care. Uh, next up, Sarah calls in from Roy. Sarah, welcome to the program. What are you experiencing right now? You know what? I started working from home September of 2019. Oh, you were ahead of the curve. And- and you predicted, I will tell you, you predicted I will never go COVID. back in for COVID. And you said you're not, you're not going back. What kind of work is it that you do? I do um, medical records. Oh, okay. And why, you, again, the, the questions I ask of Sherry, uh, med- mental health and productivity. Uh, you, your mental health is good and your productivity is high? Mental health has been better the minute I got home. Oh. Like, it's... It, it's amazing that I don't have to go to work and hear people on the phone all the time unless it's me doing it. Okay. Or I don't have to drive to work in snowy weather. Or I don't have all that other drama that goes on at the workplace. I just sure. get to work and focus on my work. Does does your employer, and again, I, you, don't, you don't need to identify anyone certainly, but uh, has your employer extended to you the, the opportunity to, to work remotely indefinitely? Oh, and and you've taken him up on that. Oh, I will never. I won't ever go back in the office. Oh wow. Uh, what about the friendships with coworkers? Were, were there were there friends that you've left behind? And if uh, if if friendships existed in the workplace, how have you maintained those? Oh, uh, you know, Facebook and phone calls and text messages as need be, or you know, just yeah. just saying hi, but. For the most part, I'm a homebody anyway, so sure. this this worked out even better for me. <laughs> well, Sarah, listen, uh, congratulations to you. Uh, I wish you the best of luck, and uh, I'm glad I'm glad that you found a circumstance that uh, that you enjoy. That's really what it all comes down to: uh, is finding you know the circumstance that works best for first off your health. Right, that's got to be first and foremost. Jobs come and go, right? You and I have been in and out of jobs for years. Uh, they come and go, uh, but the the one mind you've got to deal with forever is your own. And whatever circumstance in which you find yourself, you got to make sure that it is uh, good for your own uh, mental health, right? Because you got you, you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of your family. You got to take uh, care of those uh, with whom you live and with whom you uh, you know share a life. And so. You know, always be aware of that stuff. As you make decisions which are on the horizon right now, likely there will be many folks like Sarah and Sherry who will be presented the, the opportunity to continue working remotely. Ask yourself very honestly if you've missed out on anything. You know, maybe your productivity does remain high. Maybe it is wonderful not to have to fill up the car with gas so often or rotate the tires so often, Right? Maybe as opposed to 30,000 miles on the car like you put in 2019. Maybe it was only 2,000 this past year. That's great, right? Getting some more mileage out of that car, that's a wonderful thing. But you give up some of that human interaction. And there are folks out there, myself included, who thrive on that and who can really suffer in its absence. Anyway, uh, fascinating stuff. I am grateful to Sherry and Sarah and all the texters who have weighed in here. If you want to continue, I still would love to hear your circumstance. If given the opportunity 
to work remotely indefinitely. Uh, or if you'd like to get back into the workplace as soon as possible, missing those coworkers' ears, send a text message, 57500 to the Utah Community Credit Union text line. We'll take a break right now. After the newscast, we're going to come back and talk about taxpayer-funded settlements, specifically the ones that are paid out by police departments and sheriff's offices. Where's that money come from? We'll get into those details next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.